Hey, this is Elizabeth. This is Keisha. Hi, this is Leslie Sullivan, and welcome to the Mustard Seed Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Mustard Seed. We are so excited that you have decided to join us on this journey that God has set forth for us. On this episode, we are going to introduce ourselves so that way we become a little bit more familiar to you. We're going to share a little bit in regards to how we see this podcast, how we have it planned out, which as we all know, might not always be how God wants it planned out, but kind of how we see it going and the purpose for the podcast itself. So come and pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee, and just know that we are so grateful that you are here starting this journey with us too. My name is Elizabeth, to most of you, Liz to those who are closest, and Lizzie to my father-in-law who, if you knew him, you knew he could get away with anything. Um, I'm a Christian wife, mother, daughter, friend. If you follow the Myers-Briggs personality tests, I'm an INFJ and a real one because apparently it's the most uncommon. So everybody wants to be uncommon. I've tried four times to be not uncommon and I am still uncommon. Um, So (laughs) it's fun. It's like the extroverted introvert because you get me in my comfort zones and I don't shut up. But you put me out of my comfort zone and you can't make me speak. Um, I, if you're into the Enneagram thing, which apparently is a huge deal right now, I'm yeah. a nine, but that is from a free test. So you can take that with however you want to take it. I'm not paying for it. So, yeah. But it basically, <laughs> I'm like, free tests. Where is that? Um, which basically means I'm a peacemaker, which I feel like is actually quite. I felt like that was pretty bang on. I'm a Midwestern girl from Michigan. Go blue. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Lived in Florida for many years. Finally landed here in East Tennessee, which is, I will agree, is 100% God's country. And I (laughs) have decided that I'll never leave until the Lord calls me home. (laughs) Because I'm supposed to be in the mountains. That's just where I'm supposed to be at. Um, I've been in a Christian my entire life, faith wavering at times, just never falling away. I feel like when your faith wavers, it's also a sign of maturity, like as you're growing, because you're realizing the gravity of faith and of God and of Jesus and what he did. And then, but you're also, you're also seeing the supernatural side of Christianity. And that really calls into focus the faith like a child. Um, my grandma Jean was a massive Christian influence in my life and she still is. She, um, showed me how Jesus wanted us to treat people, how he wanted us to live and how he wanted us to just, um, emulate his, his works. Um, and the day that she passed away was, um, was hard because the earth, I feel like got a little bit dimmer because her light wasn't there anymore. Um, I've never had a Paul-like testimony. I don't have extraordinary, anything extraordinary coming to Jesus' story. I have just little things throughout my life that I know he's been there. And I know that I'll continue to have those. But I've just never had one where it's like the smack in your face. You went from one thing to another. 
Um, I was in a pretty traumatic car accident when I was 16, um, survived um, by God um, with only a broken pelvic bone, a liver laceration, and a close head injury. And I say, you know, only. Uh, <laughs> I still have the scars to prove it, but I know God protected me then. And honestly, my youth pastor at the time and my grandma had both said that they knew God had a special plan. And that's why I continued to survive because I wasn't supposed to. I just wish that they had also had the insight to tell me what God's special plan was. Like, I agree. Cool. God's going to use me. Can you tell me how? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I got, I'm full all for you telling me that God's going to use me. I'll let God use me. I just would like to know how. Yep. Um, I, like I said, I have the tendency to be the peacemaker, though, one, to include everyone, regardless of age, status, color, religion, or sexual orientation. I stand firm in your best testimony and witness is who you are outside of the church and be known for who known for treating people like Jesus would with the love and respect. You don't have to always agree with them to show them love. Um, I was your typical kid, your typical teenager, your typical young adult, and honestly, I feel like I'm in a typical adult though um, I don't know if I feel like an adult. I feel like 40 is old, but I don't feel like I'm 40. <laughs> um, so, yeah. though I do go, yeah, <laughs> I do go to bed by nine, so maybe I am 40. <laughs> um, but I've always tried to allow God to lead and direct me, which I know is how we ended up in East Tennessee. I mean, I met Steve in college that neither of, in a class that neither of us should have been in. Um, we had just both, apparently that one was both missing off of our transcript. He was in one of his final ones before really getting into OT school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, I just happened to just need that one as well. Um, so I met Leslie, um, and she became one of my most favorite people on this planet at church and she was the first person well the first friend that I made um when we moved in Florida from Tampa to Indian Rocks um I was pregnant with Jackson which means I've known you for about almost over 13 years because Jackson will be 13 next month I know let's just make us all feel old yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, Leslie and I bonded over a mutual love of good food, craft beer, and uh, Danny Kay. Yeah. And of course, our love for God, but I feel like that should go without saying, considering the basis of this podcast. Um, and she may be an Ohio State fan. Woohoo! <laughs> but she redeems herself by being one of the most amazing human beings. She likes you yeah. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> You, you know you got to, but you know when Steve and I are both texting her during the U of M and all well, the UK is back and forth. Bad stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, but so, you're still friends anyway. That's yeah, exactly. Hey, I still we love per- her. We push through. So that's that's push back through. the whole, like, you don't have to agree with somebody to love them. See? We're showing it, we're showing it every football season. Exactly. <laughs> Even if you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, we'll we'll debate that in another podcast. Okay? <laughs> Not today. 
Um, so Keisha and I became friends when Steve and Ben really started hanging out and doing the dig, doing their Bible study. And then Keisha joined mine. We had a little small group of girls around, girls, ladies, women around our age, um, all in different walks of life as far as kids go or no kids. But it was just a, it was a brainchild that I had at that time just to be, to make a community within mm-hmm. our church. Um, so that's how we got to kind of really get to know each other. And we found out how much that we have in common. A lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Our, our life stories are extremely similar. Um, so a lot of that comes with just the way we were up, like brought up, the way that some of the trials that came along with the way we were brought up. Um, and it's just, it was awesome that when God uprooted us from Florida and brought us here, you know, you're in a different state, you're in a different church, you don't have any family within eight hours, and you, you get to meet and connect with somebody who loves the Lord, loves mm-hmm. her husband and her kids, as well as having a great insight into scripture, and to have to look at things, and to have the ability to look at things with a different perspective. So when it comes to Keisha and I, I feel like God's quoting Hannibal Smith from the A-Team, and he goes, I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm Leslie Sullivan, and I am from the great state of Texas now, even though I've lived in lots of places. Um, but I've lived here in Texas now for five years. I'm just uh, outside of Houston. Well, technically 45 minutes outside of Houston, but Houston's so big that we're just outside of Houston, according to uh, local Houstonians. So uh, I have been, I currently work as a director of Christian education slash worship director. Um, at a church here in Cyprus called St. John Lutheran Church. And um, I am a lifelong Lutheran. As I tell my parents, they raised the worst kind of Lutheran, a lifelong Lutheran. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, I am married. We've been married almost seven years now. Is that how it is? Three. Mylon was at your wedding. He's eight. So. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> he was walking at your wedding. I know that. <laughs> so crazy. That's so crazy. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and we just uh, have a really blessed life here in Texas and uh, a, a really just uh, blessed relationship later in life, which is a gift from the Lord completely. Um, so before that, I was in Florida uh, where I got to meet the amazing Elizabeth Zill um, and, St- and even Steve. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and Steve. <laughs> I love Steve. Anyway. Um, but our, our friendship has transcended uh, time and space, quite honestly, because we both moved um, as far away from each other as we could in the last few years, <laughs> yeah. um, technically. Um, and so just blessed by that. Um, so my faith journey is, is real interesting because I, out of high school, I went and tried to have a whole other career in theater and um, costume design and stage management and tried to do that whole world. And um, after a few years of doing that, the Lord um, abruptly, with the Holy Spirit 2 by 4 called me back to him and called me back to then uh, working for him in the church which is not something I necessarily thought about doing. I thought it would be cool to be like a teacher mm-hmm. when I was a kid, but I didn't necessarily think, oh, let me be a youth, re- youth director or let me be a worship director uh, when I was a kid. And so he's just paved these amazing paths. And um, that crazy Holy Spirit moment um, in church when I was 25. Yeah, 25. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Because um, I graduated college once and did all that fun stuff and working 
Uh, but that crazy Holy Spirit moment really taught me a lot about um, listening to God's voice and looking for those signs in different ways. Um, and I just think that's a really neat thing that we can look at, whether it's the big moment, the big, like you said, the big Paul moment, yeah, um, or the the tiniest moments. He's always showing us um, where he's at in things and how he is in things, um, and how he's in all things for us. And so um, I just love that kind of stuff. I am just like you, though, Miss Elizabeth. I am in, but I'm an ENFJ. Ooh. Yeah, of course uh, you are. Funny, I, yeah, I, of course. Well, because my E though is when I take that test, and I haven't taken it in you know a bazillion years. But uh, when I took that test, my E was kind of right, just over the center, right? Because mm-hmm. I do love my quiet moments. I do love my just being in bed by nine or you know things like yeah. that. So I still love the introverted side of things, um, but I'm also just not afraid to be upfront and a little weird and crazy sometimes. So um, I don't even actually know what my enneagram is anymore. So. I think I was like a six or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's but, what I thought I was too. And then I read when I lied and I might've been on the other free test I took like years back, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not, yeah. No, I don't know. So the, the Enneagram's a little weird to me, but there's some cool things to it. Um, and so we did it as a staff at my church mm-hmm. about like two years ago. Um, and it was cool cause it did, it does have a lot of really neat things that you can then look at it from a spiritual perspective. Um, but I also just, the thing that I hold on to is I know that I'm the Lord's creation Yep. He's made me to be um, slightly weird, slightly neurotic, slightly crazy, slightly fun, slightly um, slightly a little bit of everything. Um, but the most important thing is that I'm his. Um, and my, my goal in life is to shine his light, um, to be um, a light to other people, um, and to not, um, to not let the junk of this world influence my opinion of this world, which is really hard. Super hard. It's really hard. Um, in today's day and culture. So I work on it every day, um, but I'm excited to just dig in, uh, to use the dig word, um, um, and see where this, and just see where we can go with, with connecting, uh, to, to fellow, uh, believers, women, mm-hmm. um, men, whoever the Lord puts in our path, just to see, um, what else he has in store for us. So. Your turn. All right. My turn. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, my name's Keisha. Um, So I'm from Southeast Kentucky, and I have a hick accent, (laughs) Um, (laughs) which I didn't realize until I went to college about, which is Central Kentucky, but then you had um, a lot of Central Kentuckians and Ohio people coming down to college because it was cheaper. Yep. <laughs> it's a lot cheaper. I, look, I looked at it. I'm not saying I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I guess I have a little accent. Um, <laughs> so um, my, I've been in East Tennessee for about 12 years. I moved down here for a job and stayed and love it. Which, I mean, literally, it's like two and a half away, hours away from where I was born. So it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Still cool, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, I guess my story is a little different is I was, I wasn't actually raised in church. Um, I was, um, my parents never went, um, my dad's grandparents, one side was missionary Baptist and the other side was a regular Baptist and a regular Baptists are a little different and they didn't get along. So his parents just never took him to church and then my mom's side, she did grow up in church, 
but her mom didn't go. She'd just go and drop him off and come back. So my mom was always very vocal about God and who Jesus is and what he did for us, but she never actually really took us to church so every now and then on Easter and mm-hmm. Christmas. So I grew up with the knowledge, but not a real good understanding until I was about 14 and I was at a funeral. And it was an old regular Baptist funeral, which is nice and loud and a little scary. (laughs) But it came to the invitation at the end. And I was like, hmm, I don't know if I've ever actually asked Jesus into my heart. Mm. I I don't know if I'm actually saved. So I said the prayer right then and there. And I know I was saved. I felt it. But I didn't really start a relationship with God until college. And... I started reading my Bible after I got saved, but I was like, man, I just don't understand this at all. <laughs> so I actually read a children's Bible to, oh, cool. yeah. to get a knowledge. Absolutely. Until yeah. really starting college. And uh, it was the freshman year, and I had some friends that I had met first day in the dorms. And it was, we had come back for our second semester, and I had some friends, and I had said that my New Year's resolution was I really wanted to start reading the Bible and studying it more. And I had a good friend at the time who was already in a Bible study. And she was like, hey, why don't you come? So that got me started in Bible studies. And we would go to church off and on um, through my four years of college and then my two years of grad school. Um, I'm an occupational therapist, um, like Liz's husband. (laughs) Um, And then I moved down here to to East Tennessee and started working as home health. Um, When I got down here... I had a patient who was just this 86-year-old lady who was so sweet. And she's like, where are you going to church? And I said, well, I'm I'm not. I just moved down here. I want to start somewhere. So she invited me to go to where they went to church. And her daughter actually met me at the door and walked me in. And um, um, they're just, you know, really nice to include me and everything. And But I was like, mm, I really just don't like going to church by myself. <laughs> So, but I got invited to a a women's Bible study and I could do that. I could Mm -hmm. go to Bible study. I I didn't want to walk into church by myself. I'm very quiet, very shy, but I could do the women's Bible study. And I did that for, I I probably went to that Bible study for about seven years um, until I got pregnant with my first child. Um, But then um, I, one day after work, one of the girls that I, um, work with she was like hey me and another girl's gonna meet up at this bar in in Bristol and um we know the the band I was like she's like do you want to come I said okay sure I just I'll go listen to the music I've always been a good girl (laughs) (laughs) and um so anyway I was there and this guy walked in and asked me to dance and he ended up being my husband so well, I mean, I met him then. He became my husband yeah. later. <laughs> Not that night. No, Not that <laughs> night. He didn't just show up and she already knew that was her husband. I'm like, oh, crap, here he is. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hmm. Caught me in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was like, mm, I don't know if I really want to meet a guy in a bar. Just That just doesn't seem right. Um, but we started talking and... The next week, no, I I think it was the next day, he was like, okay, well, I got to go. I got to go to bed because I'm going to get up and go to church with my mom. And I was like, hmm, well, let's give this guy a little chance and see. And 
I think he actually brought me to church on our second or third date. <laughs> so um, we started dating, and um, I was already pretty established here. I had a house here, and um, we lived about an hour apart from each other. And um, so we started looking for churches around here because he wasn't really interested in the one I had been going to Bible study at. And his um, aunt had um, suggested hope um, Mm -hmm. because her pastor had gone to school with that pastor and um, was Brib. So we started there and that was actually the first church I ever joined. So and actually went to church regularly. (laughs) But now we got a really nice church family. Mm -hmm. We're small, but it's going good. I have two boys. Um, Right now they're six and four. And, you know, my biggest goal at the moment is to lead them to God and get them to really know who Jesus is and what he did for us and why we should follow him and to have them follow him. And to me right now, that is protecting them from the world. You know, I don't want them to go the worldly way. I want them to have a good, firm foundation of Jesus before we introduce any of the worldly sin, which because it is a sin. And, you know, I want them to know what's right and wrong and the what God wants, what... God wants our lives to be through following him. So um, we homeschool, made it through kindergarten. (laughs) 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 Semi-reading, so (laughs) I take that as a win. (laughs) And we'll see how it goes. (laughs) Cool. That's awesome. All right, so... As far as this podcast goes, this came to me kind of through Steve, I should say. I'm not going to give him all the credit because I know it wasn't all him. (laughs) But I've been trying to – the Lord has been speaking to me since we've moved here in East Tennessee as taking me out of my comfort zones, um, putting me in places that I don't like to be, which would be the spotlight. Um, I – had forgotten that you also had a theater degree (laughs) or you did the whole theater thing too, Leslie. I forgot about that. Um, so, but cause I was like, I always like to be behind the scene, behind the stage on the, in the curtains, in the wings, you know, and that's kind of where I was comfortable and that's still where I'm super comfortable. Um, but there's a need and it's growing for me to be the women that we didn't get to have growing up or to be a woman who is a can be there for other women especially in the church because I mean in some churches in some situations women are the worst they're just (laughs) we are sometimes and it's you know and and you don't you want to come to a church where you can be you you can be yourself you can sit here you know, and you can just lay it out without fear of somebody talking behind your back about it. Somebody yep. trying to, you know, just the judgment. So the Lord's kind of impressing on me a little bit about how can we lead women? How, how can we get to reach women? So, you know, I started out slow. I started, he took me on my comfort zone when I joined the worship team for a couple years at, at our church. Um, 
So I kind of got used to at least having to speak um, or at least standing in front of people with a mic. Um, But you have a beautiful voice. Thank you. (laughs) I was not fishing, I promise. (laughs) I know. I'm just going to add it in there. (laughs) But then, you know, and then God had me do the little small group Bible study. I will say this, like I told them in the very beginning, this was selfish because I needed women. I needed friends, you know, that you could call on. If your kid's sick, you know, you need somebody to say, hey, would you mind running to the store? Can you do a pickup for me? You know, mm. can I, you know, and vice versa. If your kid's sick, I'll bring you something. I'll sit with your kid while you take a shower, you know. Anything, you just, you need that support. Um, or when you're struggling in, in, in life, if it's your marriage, if it's just work, if it's just your mental ability that day, you need somebody that you can call. You can be like, listen, I'm they need you to talk me off this ledge, you know. And you want somebody that has that godly background to listen to you and to to counsel you and so I started that and there was there was about five of us I mean it wasn't there wasn't many and that's perfect for me you know you don't we got to know each other all pretty well um and then when our church split from the big church that we were all a part of our the women's ministry that we had dissolved and I wasn't I was just I would just attend and that kind of dissolved and I kind of started getting the inkling, the little Holy Spirit, you know, nudging like, hey, there's a need here. We need to try to see if you can fill it. And my thing is I always need to make sure that the need is for me to fill, not I see a need and I'm just going to fill it because I know that I can do it. I just need to know if I'm supposed to. Um, which is why I'm no longer on the worship team. I knew that wasn't the lead that I was supposed to be at anymore. Um, so I talked to our pastor's wife and I went to her and I said, listen, this is what I'm thinking. And it, it wasn't really out of the question. Jana and I had already been kind of talking about getting a women's ministry going before we moved to our church because they already owned the church. Mm-hmm. We had talked about getting something for the community. So that just kind of ended up becoming the women's ministry at our church. So now I, God has taken that. And then Steve was like, you know, everything that you do for that Bible study, you could do as a podcast. He's like, you could do this. We could make it, you know, you could do all, everything that you're doing as far as like you're going through the books of the Bible. Let's, let's bring that. He goes, cause women don't have that. There's not every woman has that. And it's, you know, it's sometimes it's important getting your voice out there. Um, yep. So this kind of started forming that maybe this was where the Lord was leading to have a place for women to come. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so the goal for me, and I mean, you guys can chime in at any point. So um, the goal is to reach women. To encourage us all to dive in, to dig in to the Bible, which is why the mustard seed, because we're the seed. You want that seed yep. planted. Yeah, you want to be the seed. Yep. So, um, you know, I, I want, we want to encourage women to do this, to look it up for themselves. Because, you know, you can get the scripture anywhere, right? It can, through YouTube, through podcasters, which 
there's a pot calling the kettle black at this exact moment. But, you know, you get you can get it from so many different outlets, but if you're not in it, then it's it it's not like you can see things through other people. Yeah. But you still need to be in it. Yeah. Need to get your own understanding of mm-hmm. it. But it is because it, this society it's easier just to pull up a YouTube and listen to someone else's ideas about it. Yep. Yeah. And to just adopt them without actually digging in yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Right. I nope. get- I've gotten to the point where somebody will post scripture and I'm like, does it really say that? You know? And so I went, I look before I yeah. comment or say anything. So I'm like, so, cause sometimes it does. And sometimes it doesn't I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know what version you're looking at. Cause that's not in any version that's in my app or exactly. <laughs> in my Bible or, you know, or if they summarize it themselves to be what they want it to be at that mm-hmm. moment. I mean, that's, that's human nature. That's a little bit of like, we've all done that like pot kettle. Right. But yeah. If that's what you do for everything in the Bible or in your learning, in your relationship with the Lord, well, he just wants it to be about me. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> he loves you. But he that's wants not it to be here. about you. <laughs> but not just you. It's about his kingdom and about furthering the, the, the work that he's put before us to, like you said, to share with your kids that they know who Jesus is, to share with my nephews, my nieces, my family, my friends, mm-hmm. the people he puts before me. So that they know Jesus and they hopefully know Jesus through me. Right. That's, yeah. that's what we're called to do as as children of God and then women of God. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I want, I want this to be, I want us to, you know, feel free to share. I, I, I want this to be a judgment free. There's going to be people that are still going to, you know, there's, we're, they're still going to judge us. But the fact of the matter is if we're being real, we're being raw, we're being honest, yep. we're all growing. I don't know everything. I don't, I won't even act like I know everything. I might have my opinion, but I'm not, you know, but I will always say, this is my thought process. You know, this is where I see this going. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, but I want this to be a place where I don't keep clicking it. Um, (laughs) it For women who, you know, just for the goal is to reach, like I said, every woman, but we want to reach those who feel lost, who feel forgotten, who feel unloved, who, who, feel like they've been left behind by the church or left hanging out to dry but we want I want them we want them to know that they can sit here they can sit at our table you know they can they can share with us they can be real because that's it just it lacks you know in our society I feel like right now agreed so that's kind of how I see it and I know, cool. I know as we go forward, we're all going to hopefully talk more than me. Because um, this might have been my idea, but I didn't. <laughs> Steve had said, okay, who, who would you be able to sit here? Because I said, I'm not doing this alone. I'm not. I can't, I can't just sit here and have him sitting over there as I talk, you know, or <laughs> whatever. And, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. God was like, oh, no, you're going to do this with Leslie. And we're going to yeah. do this with Keisha. And Ben's like, yes, you are. You're going to do this with Keisha. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he didn't ask. He's like, you're doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how shy I am? (laughs) But, and I said, you know what? And that's when I knew, like, the three of us together doing this, this is going to be God defined. And no matter how many we put out, how many we don't put out, what we do is, you know, as Steve says a lot, if you reach one person, Amen. And we've changed their life. That's all that yeah. matters. We did Done what we're supposed job. to do. Yeah. 
and we're planting the seed. Exactly. We're not here to we're not here to change your mind. We're here just to help you understand and grow mm-hmm. and want to grow and want to know more. And then the rest is up to you. So. Yep. Yep. So hopefully those that are listen to us stick around and figure out this is for them. And hopefully we're able to further not only our own faith, but somebody else's. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Mustard Seed Podcast. And we look forward to sitting down with you guys again soon.